online membership for female founders, freelancers, and women who want to start a business. Welcome to the Good Business Conversations podcast, where we will be following the journeys of six of our members as they grow their businesses, sharing the highs and lows and real-time decision-making. This week, I am catching up with Roxanne and seeing how the last six weeks have played out for her and her business. Roxanne is the founder of Foxanne, as well as Foxanne Designs, and she's also got something else up her sleeve that we will be revealing in this episode. I first interviewed Roxanne six weeks ago for her introductory episode, so if you're all caught up on that, let's get stuck into the juice this episode has to offer. Enjoy! Hi Roxanne, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thank you. It's Tuesday morning, it's rainy, it's grim up here. How's it for you? It's rank. It's pretty rank. <laughs> I've just had me uh, me half cremated uh, cheese on toast though, so that was fun. Lovely. <laughs> you always bring your breakfast to these <laughs> I'm just constantly eating, that's why. Awesome. So how have the last six weeks been for you? What are the highs and lows? I mean, I've started a new business, <laughs> yeah. which is just in case I didn't have enough to do beforehand, which is always fun. Yes. Um, yeah. So it is a handmade accessory little Etsy shop that's launching on the 1st of November. So it'll be launched by the time this comes out, won't yeah. it? Um, and so basically... <laughs> About a year ago, I started making earrings. And then because I was making them, I was like, oh, I should sell these. So then I started selling them on my Foxan account. But then I sold quite a few and it was doing all right. And then it kind of eased off and I was selling more of my prints. But then I kind of took a step back a couple of months ago and was like, this is diluting my brand Mm. even more. Like, I don't want to be, because I'm already selling, like, T-shirts and scrunchies and prints and all sorts of other things. I was like, I don't want to then be like, oh, yeah, by the way, you can get a pair of earrings with that. So I kind of stopped making them, didn't really do anything with it. And then a couple of weeks ago, I was sorting out all of my stock and all of the stuff that I have. And I realised that I've actually got loads and loads of, like, earring making supplies left so I was like oh, I'm just gonna make some more again and then um, I actually really like the earrings and I was like, I'm just gonna set up another business like a little one just because I think it was when we went back into lockdown again and like I was really I've been over these past couple of weeks I've been really assessing where my money's coming from and how much money I can get out of like different like projects and different things and how I'm going to like make this sustainable so then when I move out I'll be able to afford to stay self-employed so I'm just trying to think of as many income streams as I can because if my design jobs go quite sparse then at least I've got two other incomes to depend on and then vice versa with them all so I was like I'm just gonna do it so then I started setting up like my shop and started taking all the pictures started making a few more earrings and I actually really enjoy it it's something I like to do now to kind of wind down because art was my vice for so long and now it's my job. I feel like I'm working when I'm drawing. Mm. So now this is something else that's just kind of complete, like removed from that so I can just do it as and when. Yeah, I remember we were talking um, 
privately not on the podcast um quite a bit ago and you said that you love the sort of craftiness of, yeah. of doing that so I think that's good but one thing that you've said there is like um art was your vice but then it started like it's feeling like your job now and obviously you love making earrings do you not think yeah. by making it your job you're gonna I've started off with a completely different outlook for this like this is just I'll be updating my Etsy shop as and when I make something so I won't really I will be taking it seriously because obviously I love you know me I put 110% into everything (laughs) so then if if that does grow and if it does become like more of a a job job Mm. I will then just find something else (laughs) yeah they'll just yeah cool I'll find something else to do so do you want to tell us about it about it then what's it called where can we find you when's it oh uh so it is called rocks and love um i'm super chuffed with that name you know yeah i'm not really i'm i get really like anal about things like that i get like i have all of these names written down but i was like oh i was like i want it to do i don't want it to bring on the foxanne brand because i was going to do something about fox and i was like no i need to stop with that like foxanne is absolutely everywhere (laughs) so i was like i need something i need to actually make it separate yeah so I was like oh I can call it lots of love and I was like no what about Roxanne love because it sounds like lots of love I was like I give myself like a little pat on the back and I was like that's amazing (laughs) well done um yeah so it's rocks and love on Instagram and then etsy.com forward slash rocks and love shop which and it's launching the first of November awesome I'm so excited yeah I love the stuff that you're creating as well it's so cute proper like 90s vibes which is what I am all about love it. absolutely yeah. love it awesome so would you say that's your high of the last six weeks yes yeah. definitely what about lows uh, I had a breakdown which is fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I think I think it was when we went like said so when we went back to lockdown into lockdown again I was like overthinking everything and like I was I think right now isn't the time for me to be planning too far ahead into the future because I actually don't know what's going to happen because yeah. at the beginning of lockdown I like kind of made a joke and be like oh imagine if you're still in lockdown for my birthday and then my birthday's in December and I'm like yeah we possibly could be I know so it I think be, it could be in lockdown for my birthday and that's in March like uh, that's a serious thing now isn't it yeah and like it's it's not that far-fetched to think that so now I'm like oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do because I, I had planned to do like all of these markets but then because I have to be careful where I'm going because of other members of like the family that I live with I don't want to be doing stuff that's too much interacting with public just mm-hmm. to be on the safe side so yeah, I think everything. I think I was overthinking everything. And everything kind of got on top of me. Then I was just like a bundle of like tears, and I was like, "Oh my god, no! <laughs> I thought I'm gonna have to get another job. I'm gonna have to do this." And then I had like I let myself have my ten minutes, and afterwards I was like, "You know what? No, it's fine. I've yeah. cried now. It's all right." Honestly, I had a very similar thing <laughs> on what was it? I think it was Saturday night. <clears throat> just completely lost my shit. Um ended up yeah sobbing crying just like devastated about everything because I think at the minute the yeah it's just I mean I hate talking about it I hate giving like the it the satisfaction that it is actually like ruining things um but it is like the way the world is right now is so sort of just up and down and scary and you don't really know 
what's going to be happening and when we're sort of going to be out of this. I remember in, in March when like stood outside the school gates for that last time um, for Frankie's last day before they were shutting the schools and thinking, oh, it'll be a couple of weeks, be a couple of weeks and they'll be back in. And now it's like nearly the end of the year. And I think the, my thing as well, like I'm not a fan of winter. Like I, don't, I wouldn't say that I get um, sad. sad, but I think like on the verge of that. Um, but like when the, when the clock went back, it was on Saturday night, wasn't it? I was like, yeah. oh my God, like I don't even remember summer. I love summer and I don't remember it. I don't remember doing anything about any significance. No. I don't remember creating memories with Frankie. I don't remember doing anything, anything cool for my business. Like I just remember this like last, I don't know, since March, it's just been about getting through it. And I think a lot of people will be going through that sort of feeling of, of breaking down and yeah. shit, like what on earth is going on I think it's the uncertainty as well of everything and I think like I like to plan I have lists for absolutely everything yeah and I, I like to check things off and I like to like plan like a couple of weeks ahead like with all of like my jobs and stuff so I know what I'm doing but then it's like so obviously I'm like a service like one part of my business is a service-based business so I work with other like small to medium businesses and because now I had all of these things in the pipeline and now because they don't know whether they're going to be a business they're like oh I'm really sorry but this extra bit of money I'm gonna have to put it elsewhere which is obviously fine but then I'm like oh I was I was banking on that because you you do like when you when you are a service-based business someone goes oh yeah I'm going to hire you and this is how much it's going to be blah blah and then I'm like oh well at least I know that I I might not have enough money now but in a couple of weeks I will have that money so then I think and so then when I get those emails to I'm like oh okay yeah yeah that's fine because I can't help but feel sad for them because I'm like at least I've still got my business if that makes sense yeah 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 definitely and thank you for being so open about that as well um Roxanne I think it's so important so let's talk about six weeks ago what you said you were gonna do and oh what did I say let's have a look shall we um so I know you've done a couple of these which is super exciting so the first thing that you said was that your big project would be oh yeah talk about it so I can actually talk about it now oh it's amazing so I am a part of the Takumi Female Collective and if you don't know who Takumi are they are a actually you told me about them I did yeah so Takumi is um when I used when I used to do some blogging and it's an amazing app for influencers bloggers whatever you are uh, to get paid partnerships with brands and I think you have to have like 3,000 followers to to be on there yeah Um, through Takumi I worked with some amazing brands like always um Domestos little bleach company what else did I do um I did loads I can't did remember a co-op one didn't you co-op I did yeah I got a lot of work through them they're an, an amazing company um to work with so yeah yeah so I um so I signed up because I'm not a stereotypical influencer like I don't it's not me my brand isn't well it is but my brand isn't my face mm. or my outfits or anything like that my brand is my art so I signed up and I was like I'll see if they so if, for example if uh sharpie wanted to work with someone i would probably apply for that because it's more to my demographic whereas like if 
co-op was like oh we've got this new range of food out I probably wouldn't do that because it wouldn't really fit in with what I do and I wouldn't want it to seem because you need to be so transparent online nowadays like it, it will be completely obvious I was just money grabbing so I was like oh I'll sign up and then as soon as I signed up I had an email off one of the girls she's called Sophie she's probably gonna absolutely hate me for saying this but she mentioned she was like oh my god I love your work like I think I think it's insane like I, I really really in, enjoy it like I follow you on my personal account and that to me was such a big win I was like I've signed up for this service and the person who's just just looked at like seeing that I've signed up and like actually t- taking the time out to message me I think that was then I was like oh my god like this like this is a contact like I don't want to like miss out on mm. and then I can't remember when it was, maybe like two months ago, I got an email just saying, oh, are you all right jumping on a chat? Um, I just want to ask you a few questions about something. I want, want to see if you're interested to get involved. And I was like, yeah, obviously, like, yeah, that's fine. And then we jumped on the chat and she was basically explaining to me about what Takumi X is. Um, so Takumi X is a, like a, it's Takumi, but for designers, photographers, artists. So it's more the way that we would work with brands and we wouldn't necessarily work with brands like an Instagram feed. It would be Dove needs an insight into how to display their new artwork on someone. And then like someone like me might go in and be like, oh yeah, we could display it this way or display it that way. So it's it's the way working with the brands in a completely different manner. So as soon as she said that, as soon as she speaks to me about Takumi X, I was like, yes, I would love to get involved. And then she was like, yeah, but, inside that we're going to have a Takumi female collective which is going to be like a group of like very like strong independent women who kind of have a lot to say about different subjects and I was like that is me (laughs) (laughs) hello I have arrived and she was like we'd love to have you on board I think I took a minute and I was like oh my god like this is this is inside one of those moments where I was like I've come such a long way like in a year And that was the moment I was like, oh, actually, like I, I can do something from this. And then we got talking about what it's all about and how like we would, because obviously like when things are advertised to women, it's advertised to women by men. Mm-hmm. Majority of the time, majority of the time, the, the, the higher up people are middle-aged white men. Like obviously some of them aren't, but majority of them are. So for example, like if, if Tampax are trying to promote something it's always a girl in a pair of white pants and I'm like why who wears white pants full stop yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. ever not just on the period like that isn't that isn't what I aspire to be like I don't want to wear white pants because they're not very flattering especially when you've got like thighs the size of mine <laughs> so I was like yeah like I'd love to like get involved because well, you know, Gabby, I, have a, I, I like the sound of my own voice. So I like, <laughs> and I'm, I can be quite opinionated. Um, so I was like, this is like, so like basically getting paid to do what I do anyway. This is, inc- this is incredible. So yeah, so um, that is what I've been working on. And I designed their logo and all of the illustrations, like advertisement illustrations for it, which is just, just insane. It's so yeah. good. I love like the t- I think it helps that the team like that I'm in contact with as well are just 
they're, they're so nice and they are they're really funny as well which helps <laughs> that's awesome and um, I read your um, blog on the Takumi um, page as well so I'll, I'll link that because I thought it was really cool um, I loved everything that you talked about in there um, you talked a little bit more about the um, yeah tampon advert yeah. advert things and the blue liquid that they use like yeah what on earth yeah I know I think that was because literally like when they asked me to do a blog post like I'm not very I'm not very good at writing English was never something that I was like so for example like when you talk about SEO and doing SEO for your website like blog posts is always something that helps your SEO and helps you like your website rank higher and blog posts to me just seems so daunting because it's like I that is something that I'm not confident in like I can draw I'm good at drawing like that's I, that's what I'm good at whereas writing I was like oh so when she was like oh we'd be able to do a blog post for me I was like yes <laughs> so I literally messaged I was like yes I would love to but you're going to have to grammar check this <laughs> afterwards because it's not going to be that great and she's like no like and then I think it helped that she was like what I need you to do is I need you to write it and I don't want you to censor yourself which is something I usually get asked to do <laughs> she's like yeah we like it but can you like dial it back a bit but she was like no just like go all in like say whatever you want to say and we like we'll just tweak it and just like sort the grammar out but we won't really change anything that you want to say and I'm like yes oh. this is amazing it's nice to be able to like do something and use your voice and it not be like change to be pc like friendly or like ad friendly mm. so it's nice really i should tell i'm super excited about it i think yeah, it's, I think it's, it's awesome. going to be incredible like i'm super excited to like meet the other girls who are in it like when covid fucks off yeah <laughs> oh, i'm so yeah fab and then the other thing you said you were going to do was reach 10k on instagram which you've done which i've done yes <laughs> It was, it was like getting blood out of a stone for the last couple of hundred, but I mean, I'm there now, so it's fine. Oh, fab. Yeah, I'm about to reach 3K. I mean, it could happen today. I'm like four off, but oh, yeah, definitely. For the last week I've been like, right, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. <laughs> and then it just like doesn't, people just unfollow you. But yeah, it is what it is. Um, and it's funny, isn't it? Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean No, it doesn't. And it's it's like a metaphorical, ch- like, chufty badge. Like, it's like, oh, I'm at 3K. And then as soon as you get past 3K, like, right, okay, so 1,000 until 4K. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, the third thing you said was that you wanted to have more consistent design jobs. Yeah, I would say I have this month. Yeah? Oh. Yeah, I've had, I've had um, a lot of which is what I want. I have a lot of repeat mm. clients now, which is good. That's fab, yeah. Because um, my prices have actually gone up. So mm. I've put my prices up. And I think after having a chat with you and after like, because this is quite therapeutic to me. Yeah. So like, I'm like speaking about it. So after once I do like the last podcast, I was like kind of sat there for a bit and I was like, right, well, let's try and assess everything I said because I just waffle. And then I was thinking, right, I really need to put some like worth on myself and like the the people like the things that I charge and not and I think sorry, I'm gonna go off into a quick tangent here. Um, because I was brought up on a counselor's day and my mum and dad didn't have any money and and like they kind of sc- scraped by and I wasn't ever around anybody who who had money, like m- not money that they can have. It was all like credit cards or like 
things like that like I used to think one of my family members was like rich but it just turns out she had like a few credit cards and I was like oh okay so that was like really the way I look at it so then when I first started my business I wanted to be someone for the people like someone for the people who can't afford anything but then I realized that I I can't base my business model off something I didn't have when I was younger yeah so I was doing these logos for a tenor but then because I am I am a trained artist I can't just whip up something and send it out because mm. if I'm not proud of what I've made I don't want them to use it because I don't want it to reflect badly on any any other like further jobs so if someone so I charge 30 pound an hour which is which is the base rate of a graphic yeah. designer um so if I was doing so logos can take me for example anything between like three and like 30 hours depending on how long it takes it's like how long's a piece of string so that when I was doing these logos for like a tenner I was putting all of this work into it and putting my all into it and then to get a tenner like obviously I don't smoke but you can't even buy a packet of fags for a tenner (laughs) so it was like and so I've I've kind of like reset the way my business is now so instead of being for like small businesses who have just opened Mm especially now Canva's taking all of my jobs yes. <laughs> which is which is fun which is great but also <laughs> it's um, funny because um me and Hannah in Hannah's podcast we're talking I was about- listening to it oh I was listening to it and I was yeah, like, like you two are supposed to be my friends <laughs> so I was like yeah and then yeah and then uh, I think I mentioned and I'm like yeah that's great but like you still like just love Canva and I was like no it is fab though yeah and, like, it is. and I think it serves a purpose but it can't yeah. do everything that's it can't do everything like yeah it can't do everything it means that I can consistently post Instagram you know decent quality Instagrams but for example when I wanted the good uh, the podcast logo doing I was like well I can't do that on Canva mm-hmm. like I want something very specific Roxanne's gonna have to do it um so yeah it serves a purpose but it's not yeah. like Hannah did a post I think it was uh, yesterday and she was yeah, like yeah. please stop using this template on Canva and it's and because I do you know when Canva words when you have a service-based business you look at your competition Canva is my competition yeah. obviously I will never win against Canva because I've just not got the budget and apps are super expensive to get produced so um I've been stalking Canva and I've been looking at all the templates and now I've got like a reel of templates in my mind so then when I see an Instagram I'm like that's a Canva template yeah, yeah. then Canva will kind of push templates to the top if they're being used more so then all of a sudden I'll just see an influx of the same template and I'm like oh yeah see straight through this <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Canva, canvas just taking all my jobs which is yeah <laughs> but yeah it is good but I think it doesn't it doesn't solve all your problems like no. a logo like when you yeah when you're starting out like if if you've only got the budget to create a Canva yes. logo that's amazing like it's great that the that it's there like I remember when I had Frankie Sides I had no budget for a logo I had to beg um my uni in the graphic design department to do a project and it was my logo (laughs) that's how I got my logo for Frankie's Threads but yeah the first time I ever paid for a logo was Women's Society um and we are girls because that was the first time that I saw the value in paying for a logo that is just like you yeah well this is it yeah so going back to what I was saying see this is it I got on tangents um 
so when I like I said when I first started I was aiming myself at like new businesses who were just opening and then I realized that they didn't they were coming to me and they didn't have the budget for it and then I was bringing my prices down to meet their budget because I wanted to help out but then as soon as I'd start designing I'd already be off on the wrong foot because I'd be thinking they're robbing me (laughs) like they're getting all of these all of this amazing like designs and stuff for like next to nothing so then now I am I aim my design services at businesses who have been around for a bit like they've got they've had the Canva logo they've had like the different um like Instagram posts where they've tried to like make it kind of design and like stuff and then now they've got some money behind them they do have an extra little bit of money to outsource something and do a full rebrand and I think it's important to like because now I've realized how especially with me how stuck in your ways you can get with about your branding like you think oh yeah but it's on everything and I need to stick stick my branding but in actual fact like if if you've started off with your branding in a certain way for example if you've chosen if you've set off and you wanted to make yourself like an eco brand and you're like, Oh, I need the, all of these muted colors. So now I'm using green and creams and like beiges. And then you've got a year and a half on. And now it is still an eco brand, but you're like, you're really poppy and you're quite punk in the way that you do things. You probably don't want to be using the same colors as what you were. And you probably, your logo is probably a little bit delicate because that's the kind of trends that's in at the minute. Delicate logos are in. Mm. And then you've got to this point, but now because then you're so stuck in your ways of being like, no, well, it's on everything now. I think it's important what I'm trying to like get across to other businesses. It's okay to stop and do a full, complete shift and rebrand to like propel yourself forward. Because I think branding goes through phases. So like I said, so the delicate um, logos and the muted colors are really in at the minute, like with like most brands but then it'll get to a stage when everybody's brand is muted colors and delicate logos and then that's where I come in and I'm like let's do you want to just do something like really bald <laughs> and like in your face and that's what I love like when when I get clients come to me be like I really love your style and I like how bold you are and I like like the brash colors that you use can you make me a logo I'm like yes yes I can <laughs> awesome fab so after that tangent we oh, yeah. go back. No, it's fine. I love it. Um, we'll go back to the fourth thing that you said you were going to do, uh, which was be like have a better relationship with money. Um, we'll save that until next week. <laughs> That's not happened. That's no. right. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Um, I did. I mention it on the pod- podcast. I didn't mention it in one of our. Um, I don't know. So I get like you're my business coach (laughs) you're my fairy godmother um and we have chats every now and again um but yeah no I struggle with having money in my bank account like Mm. I feel that's about I think in one-to-one there one-to-one uh I feel really guilty if I've got money in my bank account so like when I was growing up my mum and like my mum and dad uh, never had they were living paycheck to paycheck so they've never had any extra money over. So because now if I have extra money over, especially if I don't get paid at the end of the month, if I have extra money over when I next get paid, I feel really guilty for that. So I spend like, and I don't, I don't necessarily spend it on like crap. It'll be for the business, but I'd be like, oh, I could do with this or spend it and I'll get that. 
Um, so I think that's something I need to really like look into and like figure out how I can have money in my bank account and not spend it. That's such a common thing though, and something that I've struggled with as well. Like I, yeah, I lit like I spend when I've got money, and um, it's it feels wrong to have money in my bank. Yeah, it just feels weird. Yeah. I get that completely I think I think part of that comes from self-worth though as well like there's like a massive element of like I don't deserve this money in my bank account it's just like what do you do with it like why is it there exactly why why is it there and why is it not being spent why do I you know what what can I spend it on what can I treat myself to what can I yeah where can I invest in Yeah. yeah and then something will come along when I actually need the money and I'm like got no money left <laughs> yeah something um that's really helped me with that is putting um so I use the app free trade so whenever I have like extra money instead of just like being like right well I'm going to spend this on something crap that I don't actually need um I put it I invest it so I put it in free trade you do have to know a little bit about, about like trading and um stocks and stuff but usually I just ask my boyfriend Have you put some money this month and he's like oh AO are doing really well I'm like all right okay I'll put some money in there and it because it, it, it's not in my bank and like it's a bit of a process to get it out like it takes like a few days or something to get it out I just leave it there then so that really helps me yeah. I've started taking yeah I've started taking actual cash out at the cash point and I have a lot well. yeah I have a lot safe upstairs I mean I shouldn't really be saying that <laughs> like I have a lock safe somewhere in in the universe (laughs) with like 20 quid in it (laughs) yeah having cash helps me as well I hate spending cash so yeah I but but then it's like well cash like the value of it just goes so quickly so that's why I like free trade because I've put it in there and then I mean it's gone up like 150% I mean it's pennies like it's not a lot of yeah not a millionaire or anything but if I've got a bit of extra I will just shove it in there and forget about it and obviously it's really good because it grows it can go down as well but I've never had it go down but that that helps me but it is a mindset thing and something that is just like a forever you have to work on it um and yeah like a self self self-worth as well um but I think a lot of people have that same problem of like it's just money is such a weird thing to talk about with people like some people really don't like speaking about money and like understandably so but like I'm I'm quite open like I I'm going to actually expose myself here being on a the actual truthful train that I'm on at the minute truth train little truth train truth truth (laughs) um so I when I first started my business, I used to lie about how much money I made. I used to make out as if I was making way more than what I was <laughs> because I felt like my self-worth was like, I'd be like, oh my God, yeah, like I've had so many orders and it's so great. And then I'd, I'd be going to the post office with like blank envelopes just so I could take a picture. And it's, and it's, people do it. And I think the more people actually open up to the facts that that's what they do. Yeah. Like now, I think since then changing that so now if I don't post I'm going to the post office like that's like I don't have to post every single time I'm going to the post office to prove to people that people want to buy my stuff yeah yeah. and I think that's what it is so now like I don't I don't really post post it because 
because I was making such a big deal about it in my head. Mm. And I was like, oh, I need to post that. I've got all, oh my God, I've got like more than 10 orders. I need to take a picture of it. And I'm like, no, like this is, I'm feeding my own addiction to this. Yeah. So now I've like stopped and like stepped away from the, the proving p- to people that I'm worth something. But no one gives a shit anyway. No. Yes. No. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this. So before we started recording um, about like overnight success, so I'd love to sort of get back into that conversation. Yeah. Because we were dropping some real juicy gems there, <laughs> but we were recording. So let's, let's get back into that. Um, so I think the whole thing that started it was um, Fee from the lovely um, She Can, She Did, which is another membership platform. Um, she posted yesterday about overnight success basically and um, it sort of spurred me on to post about it as well um, in my stories and I think I mean let's just be honest like overnight success is so rare and often absolute bullshit it's so rare and most of the people who have been an overnight success are not an actual overnight success (laughs) or they've got like super privileged like situation step ups yeah and not really discussed exactly I think yeah and it's so important to sort of acknowledge that the realities of running a business are so like different from what you might perceive and I think me and Roxanne were saying that like we're both very similar in that we have such high expectations of ourselves like when I um so obviously before I launched the online membership, I was getting, I was doing sellout events and that sounds amazing, like sellout events, but realistically that meant 30 people in the bar, down the road. Um, and I was charging a tenner each. So I, I mean, getting, they were fabulous, Gabby. Don't under, like, underdo yourself. Like, I loved yeah. them. <laughs> they were great, but the, the word, like the phrase sellout events just like sounds so different to the reality of what that was. Yeah, it sounds like a stadium. £300 a month that I was taking from that. Um, but yeah, and and then I've, I launched it in January and I had a decent following. You know, I had a lot of people interested in it. And I thought that was going to be it. I thought that was like, yeah, I've been self employed five years. This is going to be like my turning point. I'm going to be a millionaire. Like I'm just literally going to be living my best life. And this is going to be amazing. And the reality was when I hit that sign up button, you know, to go live on the, what was it? The 31st of January at 7am. I got 30 signups that day. I think maybe it was 50, 30 to 50. And I'm 10 months on and I'm only just on 100 signups. And that is so different from the sort of expectation that I had. But the expectation that I have was based on things that I'd seen other people have yeah. on Instagram, which might, Majority of it's fake. Which might have not <laughs> let, been- let, let's just put that out there. Majority of what you see on Instagram is fake. It's like yeah. there's, some, there's, there's some people who, I was saying this to you before, like it's, it's you have to be so transparent on Instagram now you have to be so transparent on social media where but then this is weird fake transparency which is going around at the minute like I'm I'm super truthful on my Instagram I'm almost to a fault truthful because I just expose myself and everybody else (laughs) I'm taking everybody down with me but like even then like not a lot of people would have admitted that they used to fake taking pictures of their post to go on Instagram but that's purely because 
I was feeding somebody else's insecurities there and I, I hold my hands up and like acknowledge like I, I grew quite quickly. Mm-hmm. I went from basically no followers to 10K in under a year, mm-hmm. which is not a long time. It sounds like a long time, but it's not a long time. But then these smaller brands who weren't, I was then being like, oh yeah, like I'm doing this, I'm getting all these sales and doing this and doing that. And they, that must've fed their insecurities to be like, well, why aren't I getting all of these sales? And that yeah. to me, like honestly breaks my heart. So I'm thinking I, I was the person who I hated. And especially like with all of these people who, who, like I said, money's a tough one. And money is, is, the, is honestly the cause of so many like issues between women like in like in general like men seem to have it dialed like it's because we are so as obviously I'm speaking about myself like if we don't agree that's okay like you do you but I feel this added pressure to perform because I'm a woman and because I need to prove all of these people wrong that I can do the same thing as what he's doing and I can almost do it better and I need to like set this persona up to be like, I'm this amazing businesswoman when in actual fact, I struggle to pay my phone bill every month. Like every month it gets to the point and I'm like, I'm taking, cause I have so many different bank accounts for like different businesses and different things. I kind of like scrum all my change together and put it in my bank account and be like, there you go, three. Like, yeah, you can have my money. And then the other bank accounts are like crying. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, yeah, it's, it's something that, I'm super passionate about it like if people were so completely honest and so open at the fact that yeah they're not really doing that well at the minute like I I mentioned on one of the accountability calls that like my sales have dropped like massively um but obviously we're in the middle of a global pandemic um and then they also was like yeah so have I like mine's dropped as well I think one of the things that you've said there about um, not wanting to be the reason why other people are expecting overnight success is so interesting. And that's kind of why I said what I said last night on my stories. And after that, so many people got in contact saying, so many people messaged me saying, oh my God, you're doing amazing. And I get that as well. Like all the time people are like, you're doing so well. And I'm like, am I really? Like, Hammer. And I'm glad that it looks that way in a way, but then I'm like, I don't feel like I am. But then do you not feel like it's super interesting that we're secluding our fi- like our success to our financial gains? But that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So there's, there's other ways of measuring success. And I think like, I feel like I'm not successful financially yet, but I'm super successful because I'm doing what I love. I absolutely love what I do and it doesn't feel like work and I'm also super successful because I have um nearly 100 women that I'm helping and that I know I'm helping and that I know get real value from what I'm doing yeah and yeah I think that yeah I would never want to want someone to look at what I'm doing and be like oh but she's doing really well and I'm skin like I can't afford to pay my electricity bill this month but she, Gabby's doing really well just because I look busy and I think that's the problem like you, we make ourselves well I am busy <laughs> like I'm not good yeah but we like people confuse being busy for being success like successful yeah. and that's not the case at all like 
I think you're busier when you're not because it's like you've got that fire in your belly and you're like, I absolutely need to pay my bills this month. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I think that we confuse busy for success um, and that. Yeah. yeah. And I think, well, like I said before, like it all comes down to like money as well. Like you're not su- successful unless you're earning like x amount of money or like yeah like when when people go on about goals like the first goal is oh I want to be financially stable which is like obviously like that's one of my main goals like I but then it's someone so it's like oh I want to earn like a million pounds every year and it's like it's the way you're gonna have to get there though as well Mm. which I think isn't really thought of and yeah I think yeah that's something I'm really like working on and I have been working on for a while is my relationship with money because I feel like that's how I I get this like I think last episode um I mentioned that I've just been paid more for a job than what I used to earn in a month that money wasn't in my bank account for longer than a week like at all like I felt awful when that came in I felt even though I'd worked myself to the bone (laughs) because it was like a last minute job uh, and they needed like a really quick turnaround as soon as that money came into my bank account I was so guilty I was like I don't deserve like I don't deserve this money (laughs) but then in a way I know that I do so I'm going to really contradict myself here from what I was saying before about my self-worth that's it like your mind is just it's a yeah And the other, because then I've got this money in my bank account, and I was like, I don't deserve this money. So like, how? So I bought Christmas presents with it, and I did this with it, and I did that with it, and then I bought a few more like earring stuff for like rocks and love. And I was like, right, well, now that's out of my bank account, that's fine. But then as soon as it's out of my bank account, I'm like, oh shit, I need more money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then it's it's this really weird weird cycle and like it's so easy the amount of youtube videos i've watched on how to like save money and how to do this and where to put your money i physically can't like i really really struggle to save because i i got all of these different bank accounts i got myself like a styling bank account where you can put like your money in pots but i can still access that money so i put i put money in all of these different pots and gradually I've just been taking it out and taking it out and taking it out. And then now I'm like, got, got no money in my pot again. So this is something I really need to work on <laughs> because if I'm going to have like a business which grows and does have the financial like capacity to grow, I need to save my money. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting stuff there, Rox. I love it. Um, so your long-term goal of illustrating a book is that still the same yes yeah but it's I do really want to illustrate a book and I want to do it but I think I need I need to deal with some stuff beforehand so it's like a goal that's like definitely still there but it's just on hold at the minute yeah I think that's a good idea I think um yeah you you've got you know a lot of time ahead of you as well like you're young you're um yeah and you've got exciting stuff going on at the moment so come when it comes and I think yeah if you got a sort of book deal now maybe it wouldn't be the right time it wouldn't be the right time yeah cool so six weeks time what are you gonna do well I I would have launched rocks and love yes 
which is exciting. I'm so excited about it. Like God. when I set up the Instagram account, it was just kind of something else to concentrate on. Um, but yeah, no, the the engagement I've got on that account and the messages that I'm getting is just it really it's really uplifting. Like other like accessory like makers are messaging me being like oh my god I can't wait to see what you bring out and I'm so excited I'm like oh my god I love this it's like it's a part of Instagram I never knew existed but I'm so glad I'm a part of it I feel like because I felt like that as well for we are girls when I launched that like everyone was so supportive (laughs) and I feel like in recent months that whole community of makers has really like got behind each other and I think that's one of the positives that has come out of this like last, you know, shit show of a year um, is that small business owners and creatives uh, appreciating the community side of, of, you know, being there for each other and supporting each other. And also people are really into supporting small businesses now. Like you always get it like around Christmas time, like, oh, don't put money in uh, Jeff Bezos's bank account, put it in like a small business bank account. But I think that's really amped up this year. And it's been like, a, it's not just been yeah. like at certain parts of the year, it's been like throughout. Um, I think people are re- realizing the value in a, in small businesses. Which so is good. Problem. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, yeah. Cause I think it's so easy to go, like to get on, like, go on amazon and like order something it's super easy and also because of amazon prime as well mm. but i do have to say this out loud because it's been really really annoying me i think people and customers need to understand that small businesses and amazon yeah so the amount of like i've seen like the complaints some people are getting because they've ordered something and it's not arrived like two days after is insane like i purposely put so i i think i mentioned this last last time I struggled to get out of the house like I really do like my anxiety about leaving the house is the highest it's ever been in all of my life so I put on my website it will take once three days for me to pack it Mm -hmm. and then from there it will take one I think it's one to five days depending on how much like you pay for the postage yeah for it to get to you so it'll be with you in a week roundabouts it probably might be with you the next day if I'm like if I'm feeling if I'm feeling brave and I can go to the post office but I was on um, on Instagram and someone put in the story saying uh, does anybody know how to like deal with this reviews and basically reviews saying that they ordered something and it wasn't there within two days and it's, it's just it's no wonder people shop on Amazon and like things like that and it's it's insane and I think that's that's the difference between it like there is there's a reason why Amazon can get you something within two days yeah the amount of people that work for them and it's interesting you say that another (laughs) one of the sort of not criticisms but on TikTok um for my we are girls account the bit the main question I get is do you do plus size and I do up to the size 22 which for a super small like micro business I think that's pretty good like yeah I think that's pretty good but it's not good enough Mm. and I get messages all the time saying when will you do plus size when will you do plus size but the thing is that I don't think people realize is that for me to do plus size I have to find another supplier 
of the t-shirts because I, I bring in t-shirts from suppliers and it's already really difficult to find a supplier of 100% organic cotton climate neutral t-shirts that is in the UK and that is affordable yeah and I think I'm you know I've done pretty well to find one that goes from a size uh, six to a size 22 but then it is impossible for me to find that in a that goes up to a size 30 and I think yeah that, you know, I would love to be able to um, create clothes for women of all sizes. And I think that that should be, yeah, it just should be a thing that happens everywhere. But I'm a super small business. So me saying to these suppliers, can you do this? Can you do that? It's just going to get ignored. But the the only way that I'm going to be able to provide that wide range of sizes is if bigger businesses want that you know the supplies there for that the yeah. demand is there for them yeah so it then the suppliers create the t-shirts in yeah. a wider range of sizes and people are asking me and some of them have been a bit you know snotty about it and I'm just like why are you holding me accountable for this I am literally the smallest business that you could have found to pick on like go and ask you know the big guys why they're That's not it. doing it because yeah. as soon as they start doing it then it'll be more more accessible for smaller businesses it seems to be like a thing at the minute where I don't know how to put this it's when big businesses now now have a plus size range and it is above a 22 and a 24 they think it's something to be like oh like they think I don't know how to put this it's they think it's something for them to get a medal over yeah when yeah it's great that you're doing that but you should have been doing it in the first place yeah yeah and I think but then it's you know nobody's holding those guys accountable as much as they hold a small business accountable like the messages I've received have been like pretty harsh some of them and um yeah and I'm just like well I'm literally the smallest business like go and ask the big guys why they're not doing it go and give them as much shit as you're giving me yeah I think the, the sort of the scrutiny that small businesses get put under um it's just crazy it's been, yeah. and but it's also because we're being compared to these big brands who are paying yeah. the workers next to nothing <laughs> yeah and it's because like oh I've, I've, I've seen it like people are like oh well I would shop small if there were things were more more like inexpensive and it's like you do realize the person who has made that probably not getting paid yeah yeah probably like on less than minimum wage on yeah. less than minimum wage yeah the working environments is probably rank but because I like going back to self-worth, I know my worth, how know how much I should be getting paid. And also I'm sick and tired of businesses feeling the need to explain to people why things are so expensive. I shared yeah. something from my story and it was like, we need to can we need to stop this. Was it the thing about urban outfitters or did I see that somewhere else? I saw no. something the other day about like it's weird how urban outfitters sell a t-shirt for 40 quid and no one questions it yes. if, a, if a small business is selling a t-shirt for 20 odd quid like everyone's like oh why is it so expensive yeah so this is the tweet it says personally I think it's kind of whack that also I love the use of word whack in this <laughs> uh, urban outfitters can charge 40 dollars for a t-shirt no questions asked well me meanwhile small businesses have to write an essay explaining how much work goes into their products and why their stuff is priced the way it is but I think this is coming from a point of like, for me, I'm as a, as a, also a small business, I know how much things cost and how I know how much 
yeah, you might want free package postage, but that doesn't mean the postage is free. I still have to take that out of my profit. Yeah. And also the packaging, which is also expensive, especially when you do everything super branded as well. And packaging. sustainable as well. Yeah, and sustainable. Like I, with, especially with the rocks and love, like I've gone into like everything can be recycled other than the sticker because I just, I can't afford these recyclable stickers at the moment, which is something I will when I grow. I will look into but I try my best to make sure that everything is recyclable and it's easy for me to go on Amazon and get some like mailing bags and they cost me like 10p a mailing bag but when you start going into the eco mailing bags and the 50p a mailing uh, mailing bag because I can't buy in massive bulk because yeah. I have no this is it as well I can't businesses can't buy in massive bulk yeah, they've yeah. not got the space for it because most of the time they're doing it on the dining room table which is where yeah. my business is everybody's always doing this like really big like oh here's my office and I'm like this is my dining room table (laughs) that's my office and I think that's what it is and I think it's the understanding that nothing's nothing's free like and if you get if you get free postage on that product that postage isn't free someone's paying for it and if you're already getting a deducted price as well, if your item is already on sale and you're getting free postage, more than likely the person who's selling it is paying you. Yeah. Yeah. They're not getting anything out of it. They're paying you to take it. Yeah. So true. So true. I'm loving this episode, Roxanne. We're getting right so, angry, aren't we? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I feel sorry for anybody's listening to it who just thought that it was just like a nice light listen. No, but that's why I started the podcast because I wanted, like, going back to the overnight success thing, I wanted to show, like, the realities. And I think now that we're getting into the sort of the second episodes for people, like, especially with Stacey's last week as well, like, it becomes more and more clear, like, that we are all in the same boat. And, like, when when I did the first you know the introductory episodes I think that is tends to be what every single episode of a podcast is like usually for these entrepreneurship podcasts it's the introduction and in that like 30 minutes to an hour conversation you can't get across all of this juicy stuff like you you're there to promote your brand you're there to tell like you might you know give away a few golden nuggets but you're there to promote and you're there to share like the glittery version of what you are about but that's why I wanted to carry on by doing these like six every six week catch-ups to get to this stuff yeah and I think it's like for anybody who's listening as well I think it needs to maybe is in a small business um is not especially with how these are going to go I think it's because like today like I've exposed myself for some stuff and I will openly hold my hands up and be like yeah right like I used to like do all this these things but not so quickly to judge and think that that's the person I am now because otherwise if <clears throat> if the viewers and, like, and the listeners of this are going to start judging are going to start like being like oh well Roxanne said this at five, 46 minutes blah, blah, blah it means the future episodes won't be as open and I yeah. think we have to like give credit where credit's due especially like as we're going on like with all of the girls who are in this 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 podcast is a state of vulnerability for us all and even yourself Gabby like when you do your because you're yeah. interviewing yourself which <laughs> no I got Hannah in to interview me <laughs> oh amazing <clears throat> yeah so there is like a like a state of vulnerability of it and like a like a really like unapologetic 
unapologetically open, but then also, I hate the word unapologetic because you've got nothing to apologize for, if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, yeah. So just, if you're listening to this and you're thinking of judging me, just, just don't. <laughs> Just don't have a cup of tea, it'll be right. <laughs> awesome. Right, so what else are we going to do in the next six weeks? You're going to rocks and love. What else? Um, I'm re this is an exclusive first here. I am rebranding Design by Foxan. I'm, I have three businesses now that are now pink and red themed, and one of them has to go. <laughs> <laughs> so my Design by Foxan is getting a whole new rebrand, it's getting all new packages, all, all ready for the new year. Um, and my pre-made logos are going. So if you want a pre-made logo, get one before they go. Um, I'm not doing pre-made logos anymore. Okay. Because it's just not something I'm passionate about. Like, yeah. It was, that was more to make myself feel better for people who didn't have the budget. But it's, I feel like the pre-made logos that were, <clears throat> because the, my pre-made logos were like £70. You could get a logo off me for that and just say, I've got a £70 budget. Can you just spend a couple of hours on it? Like, yeah. so it was just a bit of a something to make myself feel better. But yeah, am I making sense? Yeah. <laughs> you're, just, you're just looking at me then just like, I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, you make sense. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Bad. So anything so, yeah. else you want to um, do? Thanks. Everything. Yeah. What what date will it be in six months? Six months. <laughs> six weeks. Uh, let me have a look. Will it be nearly Christmas? One, two, three, four. Eighth of December. <gasps> Day before my birthday. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I will be. Uh, I'll be nearly twenty-five. Okay. So, launch rocks and love and rebranding designed by Fox Sam. Yes. Yes. I feel like there was something else that I wanted to say, but I wanted like to do, but I don't, I can't think of it right now. Yeah. 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 So we're going to move into the quick fire round, which is. Oh yeah. This has just been one all waffle. I really feel sorry that you're going to have to edit this. It's fine. (laughs) I don't edit it much anyway. Just take out a few of my erms. Yeah. (laughs) And the long pauses, and if there's a pigeon episode, yeah, (laughs) delete the pigeons. But it's raining, so um, yeah. So, what's your number one resource been this month? YouTube. YouTube. Currently, yes. uh, I'm trying to get my head around Etsy SEO, Ah. which is because I've been so used to like doing actual having an actual website. Etsy SEO is just yeah. It's, I've been watching all these videos and like how to make $2,000 in your first month. And I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> awesome. Any specific channel or just? No, just whatever pops up. I think YouTube is such like, if you don't know how to do anything, like anything in the world, just yeah. YouTube it. There'll be a video on it. Yeah, I, I love Skillshare. Like, Skillshare is just amazing. It costs money, obviously, um, but it's got so much stuff on there. Like, you can learn anything on there. Like, what? Like, yeah, anything. If I wanted to learn to become like a, an artist, I could literally put in like, how to be like have like oh, gonna have to look into this. have like a full course on it. it's amazing love it I've heard, yeah I've seen it on uh, the YouTube ads but I've never yeah. actually heard someone who actually uses it yeah. so I'm gonna have a look into that 
yeah I think it's about 13 pounds a month um but yeah it's, it's good um your current self-care routine how are we getting on with that I mean I don't have one at the minute no no why not I don't know <laughs> I don't Just, either no I can't I, I try I try and have you still been journaling no I've stopped journaling why because I found <laughs> because the thing is I'm not in a very positive place right now so you might have guessed from this episode already I've been a bit ranty <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm waking up on the wrong side of the bed every morning <laughs> so oh, when no. I'm so then if I'm journaling I'm journaling like nasty things about myself and like so I'm just thinking I'm it's just for right now it's best if I just avoid it like yeah I get that completely like I hate journaling when I'm feeling crap because I'm just like well I've wrote that down and then it's there forever yeah and then it it solidifies it yeah so if if I ever do journal when I'm feeling crap I'll rip it out and chuck it Mm. and that feels better because then it's not there I'm like oh I hate writing negative things because then it's like there forever but then I just get it like rip it out Yeah, I feel like it taints the book yeah I get so, you. Yeah, I have notepads for different, different, different coloured notepads mean different things. Mm. So, but then I don't want to do like just a negative Nelly notebook. Yeah. Because then it's like. It's there and it's. Yeah. Really yeah. Because yeah. I, I get like really, not OCD, but like I get really like weird about things. So I, there's certain things that I do, like when it's 11 11, I have to make a wish. Um, If like, when I'm walking down the street and a car's coming, I have to get past the lamppost before the car crosses me. Like, it's like things like that. So then I know if I started writing in a book that was all completely negative, I would constantly have to write in that negative book, which then means I would have to find negative things. So yeah. then I'm like, no. So I'm just thinking, I'm not I'm not writing anything at the minute and I'm not. But why don't you flip that and be like, well, I'm only going to have a positive book so I'm only going to write positive things and you have to find something positive. To find something it. positive, yeah. Yeah, try that. Yeah. Okay. It sounds super obvious, doesn't it? But then when you're in one of these states, you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, everything's shit. Everything's yeah. shit. <laughs> I was like that on Saturday night, just fuming at <laughs> just, Yeah, just blaming everybody but myself. <laughs> Fab. Uh, biggest challenge at the moment? Yeah, my mental health. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because I thought I'd be out of lockdown by now. I think it's just like everybody, like, I, there was a light at the end of the tunnel six weeks ago, but now it's like Bojo's just gone. No. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. I think I love Christmas as well. So I'm a big birthday person, a big. I like celebrations and I love Christmas. I love birthdays. Like if I don't feel like a princess on my birthday, then my birthday is not worth having. Like <laughs> it's, and I love Christmas. So I think because I know that I'm not going to be doing anything for my birthday and Christmas is kind of probably off the cards, which I hate to say it, I hate to break it to everybody, but we'll probably will be having six people Christmases. It's, that doesn't make a difference for me. I don't have I don't have six people that I like enough to spend the Christmas with. Well, this, <laughs> just like yeah. Well, this is it. So I I live with my boyfriend and his mom, and then we have all of his family here because he has quite like a big family. And then I've got my family as well. I will I will pro I probably won't be able to see my mom and dad this Christmas. 
which is so shit because last year was the last what last year was the first ever Christmas I didn't spend it with my mum and dad but then we went um went over on on Boxing Day to see them so that was nice at least then I was like oh it's it's all right but then this year I'm like I'm not going like I've not seen my mum since June I Mm. think maybe no even then it was just like I stood at the door and was like hiya and that was it so yeah, I think think that's that's what's stressing me out at the minute because I like I like gift giving. I love giving people gifts. And the fact I won't be able to get that satisfaction of giving somebody something yeah, it's yeah. just gonna be like left at the door and then they scuttle in and get it and then run inside. It's yeah, I think that's what's really stressing me out at the minute is it's totally understandable. Yeah, think, seeing family yeah. and stuff. It, it is it's rubbish. I've got you know, no advice for you there because no, it's, we're all yeah. in the same boat, aren't we? Love heck. Right, well, it's been absolutely lovely chatting to you, Rox. Thank you Thanks. so much. Sorry um, for all the waffle. You are? <laughs> Sorry for all the waffle. No, I love it. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. No problem. Hey, I absolutely loved recording this episode with Roxanne I feel like Roxanne is always so honest and open about her journey of entrepreneurship and she sort of brings out a really honest side of me too so I think it was a really great conversation Um, and I hope you loved it too if you did share it with a friend who you think would also get something from it and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts give us a review it's super super appreciated Next week, I will be back catching up with Renata and seeing where she's been in the last six weeks and what has been going on for her. So I'm super excited for that. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And I'll see you next week. Bye.